0: If I'm with a Filipino, she got to make lumpia. If I'm with a Mexican, she got to make tacos. If I'm with a white woman, she got to make on-time payments. <laughs> my boys, kick Kiki Lance, have a sip. Fam, you already know I don't drink. Even my girl, she got in on it. Babe, on our honeymoon, I'm going to get you drunk. And I had to tell her for the last time, we not getting married. <laughs> <laughs> Was watching Family Feud like I always do, and it was the Harper family, and I was rooting hard for the Harper family. We gotta win this for a focus for the culture. <laughs> name a man's name that begins with the letter H, and this dude buzzed in with the utmost confidence, Jose.
1: What's up, everybody? This is episode 37, Fumble Podcast. I got a super special guest on today. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. All smiles. He's uh, he's sweet enough to uh, come on for me. Uh, he's got a show. He's in Denver right now. Uh, the incredible, undeniable Lance Woods. How you doing?
0: I am great, brother. How you
1: feeling? <laughs> I'm good, man. How's Flint's it out? Sensational, in- even.
0: <laughs> How's it out there in Denver, bro? Cold. Oh my god. Freezing. We went to do I had to go do radio this morning and I'm I'm doing this on air. So <laughs> yeah, come to the show tonight, seven, seven thirty. <laughs> Damn,
1: there the, the the windows were open or some shit or what?
0: Nah, the, it's like it's almost like Chicago wind. They don't respect windows, they don't respect doors, they don't respect <laughs> jackets, they don't care about your hoodie. <laughs>
1: I know, I know about that. Oh, man, all right, cool man so uh man, I've been wanting to talk to you for a while now i uh I've been following you uh sacramento native uh as everybody knows um your uh your special is dope hilarious all that uh the thanksgiving bit had me rolling, and then uh <laughs> the dollar tree bit, oh my god dude actually, <laughs> it was so funny um let me know how you got how you got the material. And, and of course, uh, Nick was, uh, helped direct that. Right. Nick Leisure.
0: Yeah. yeah. Nick Leisure directed it. Um, the material is interesting because all the material comes from a different place. A lot of it comes from like real life. So, so, like something in real life might happen and it might not happen exactly like that, but it happens. And <laughs> I just need something to happen. And when <laughs> yeah. something happens, I can turn the joke from there. Well,
1: that's that's what makes a great comedian, man.
0: Yeah, so yeah, to do that, and because that was because that was my first one on that level. Yeah, that was like compiled of material that I've been building up for years and years and years and years and years. And years. Um, sure. So, yeah. And how and long it, you? How
1: long you been in the game?
0: Um, what is this November? 20, this is 2021, Yeah. so we'd have to say 11, almost 11 years now, 10 and some change or something like that, um, a little over 10 years or close to 11 years. Actually, November 2nd, 2011
1: uh-huh.
0: was the last day I, I had a, a like a, a, a quote-unquote regular job. Dang. Yeah, I remember when I got fired. <laughs> How did that go? That was great. <laughs> it was great because I, I I didn't want to be there no more. I knew I I wanted to, to you know to pursue this full time. Yeah. But you know that's it's it's scary to leave your security and. So God was like, "No, get out of here! Now you're fired. Go." <laughs> Damn. So you know. The, the the security of a paycheck and all those things is it's is comforting for people but it ain't like i was making millions of dollars at at a job but i had a decent job but you know they call good jobs golden handcuffs i don't know if you heard that expression before.
1: i haven't i haven't
0: so um it's like so it's it's golden so gold is valuable right but it's handcuffs so you can't go nowhere so you got golden handcuffs on hey, um, yeah no i get it man Not, not to be confused with a golden shower.
1: (laughs) Yes. For the audience members who may have confused that.
0: If you got handcuffs on and you getting golden shower, I, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't think.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That's a different kind of job. (laughs) Yeah. 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 You
0: might want to call somebody and tell your story.
1: That's right. (laughs) But shit, man. I mean, you're right about that though. I mean, I'm, i'm just starting it i'm starting it way later than you are i'm i'm just you know i'm scratching the surface right now uh with with the with the internets i mean i'm I'm putting all my shit out on the internets um no i got no experience yet doing stand up i mean i'm i'm the goofball of the family but that's different that's not you know i i know that's not even close so i wanna i'm wondering your first time going up
0: yeah yeah how
1: was that like
0: oh it was taking through
1: that process
0: yeah it was amazing so the first time i went up so it's two different times that i would talk about Is my first time um so the first time i ever went on stage and told jokes was at my church um so i started in my church All
1: right. so
0: if if i was to say i started comedy the first time I did comedy at my church, then it would be many years before that. But I, I wasn't doing comedy; I was just doing stuff at my church. So mm-hmm. when I when I actually went to a comedy club and did it, it was also amazing. It's at Sacramento Punchline. My first time doing it. Hey, uh, well, the build up for me to get on stage was a lot because I, I thought you can just go. I thought it was like an open mic; you can just go and sign up and that's that's not how it was at all how was it it was it was a showcase and on a showcase you know the the club the managers or the booker they it's more controlled mm. you know they just don't, don't put you up cuz you show up okay um, but i thought that's what it what it was so this was before i don't even think instagram wasn't even a thing yet mm. twitter was there but i didn't really have a twitter Twitter. i don't know if twitter was i don't know when twitter started but facebook was around but it ain't like i had like a bunch of facebook friends so i was just telling everybody i knew whether it be at at the gym people at my church people at my job like yo i'm gonna I'm a, I'm a go be a comedian tonight i think that's how i said yo i'm gonna be a comedian tonight if y'all want to come and 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 when i got there they was like who are you we're not putting you on stage and I'm like, oh, okay. So I, then I, I go, I left. But I was like, I can't leave because people come in to see me. So I can't just leave. I don't have yeah. everybody. So now I'm going and I'm politicking and talking to the manager for 20 minutes, 30 minutes. And, and he's a really cool dude now, but at the time.
1: Yeah.
0: And he know me. So he would say stuff. He would he would say stuff like, everybody think they're funny till they bomb, And then what? Then he'll just walk off. And then yeah. I'm just sitting there like, dang, what the ha- what does happen after you bomb? <laughs> right, right. So then we do that for 20, 30 minutes. And what happened was um, people kept coming in, like mm. like uh, um, um, customers, kept, kept coming into the club. And while they were coming in, me and him were talking like right by the entrance, close to the entrance. And everybody's hitting me on my shoulder. Hey, do your thing tonight, Lance. Hey, Lance, can't wait to see you. Hey, Lance, hey, good for you. And he's looking at all of these people who've paid money to come see me. Mm. And I didn't know that then, but I know it now. Is That's the name of the game is can you put assets in seats? Yeah. And I was doing that without knowing what I was actually doing at that time. Mm. So then he was like, all right, you got five minutes. I'm going to put you up first. And I didn't even know at the time going up first was supposed to be something that was intimidating. I was just like, yeah, just let me get on stage. More actually, probably, I probably would have preferred to go first at that time to get it over with. Yep. Yeah. Um now I'm like, nah, put me in the sweet spot, baby.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, you earned that shit, man.
0: But uh, <laughs> but um what am I saying? Oh, so then we we go and um um I go on stage. No, then then right before the show started, you say, okay, you're up third. So then it's like a host and then two comics before me, and then I go up. And it went really, really, really well. Like, really, really well. It, it went so well. Once again, I I didn't understand how the game worked. Mm. I was thinking, like, yo, so does does HBO call me? <laughs> or do I call them? Like, I know they heard about this, so how how yeah. do we <laughs> Yeah. Wait a minute, am I supposed to Comedy Central? They got my you think they got my email? Maybe they got somebody gave them my number. They're gonna tell them about what I did tonight, and I should just quit my job. Like I, I ain't know how nothing right. worked. I'm like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. This is it. Exactly. And it wasn't it at all. <laughs> it wasn't even close to it. <laughs> but it was a confidence booster. And and mm. that was the first time.
1: Mm-hmm. I didn't
0: I didn't have. Like a bad time on stage until much later. But um so when I first started, I used to think you could never tell the same joke twice. Oh, okay. So I thought once you told that joke, you can never say it again because you said that joke at the punchline on Wednesday. So you can't you can't tell that joke at the uh boom boom room on Thursday. Everybody heard it. When nobody heard it, because those people weren't there.
1: Right. Right. But I didn't know that like,
0: this is just the, uh, so
1: how did you get smart enough to that?
0: So that this is when the bad sets started happening. So, because I was still working a day job and <clears throat> doing those things. And I didn't know about repetition. I didn't know. I didn't know any, I was very, 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 um, just what they would call green. Yeah. Um, I just, I just didn't know nothing. So mm-hmm. once I, uh, I say, after I did that set at Punchline, I'm telling you about, I probably got on stage four more times in the next nine months. Dang. Which is not a lot at all.
1: Not a lot, yeah.
0: So then I go, there's this competition in Oregon that was called Shades of Labs. This dude named Andre Paradise had this competition. And I was like, I'm going to go out there and do this competition now. It was 18 comics. Out of 18 comics, I think I placed fifth. Now, the way this competition was set up was it was like six shows and seven nights. So we had a show every night. Monday, this room. Tuesday, this room. Went like every night. Yeah. And now I'm doing it. Like I said, it's six shows a night. But these six shows are like my sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth time on stage. Right, right. Like I've never been on stage like this. Yeah. This repetitively. Now still in my head, I still don't believe that you can tell the same joke every night. Dang. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I'm in this competition with a bunch of veteran comedians who've been doing it for a long time. So I would go, we do the Monday and then you would like place every night. So it'd be like the top three would place or the top five. I don't remember, it's been a while, but yeah, um, yeah the, the top would place. But I, I would be like, so, may, so let's say I placed on Monday. I don't, of course I don't remember, but let's say I placed on Monday. So-and-so placed on Monday too. Tuesday, he he go do the same set. And I'm like, you can do that? (laughs) Because I go up and I do something totally different. Right. But I'm a very new comic, so it's not like this material is worked out and not like I I know this stuff is going to work. I'm really guessing on stage.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) I'm really on stage guessing if this stuff is going to be funny. But that takes balls too, though, to just try that shit out on stage. I, I would say that if, I knew that that's what I was doing. Oh wow! Okay, you know what I mean. If if yeah. I knew I was going up there like that, I was really did, didn't know what I was doing. Right, I think right. it takes the boss to go on stage in general.
1: Right, that's true. But
0: it it wasn't like I was going on stage like I'm gonna try this new stuff. I was like, no, it's against the rules to do the stuff I yeah. did. That's what I thought in my yeah. head. Yeah, Nobody yeah. ever told me that I just made that up.
1: Yeah.
0: <clears throat> so, so, so then. Um, um. Probably like the third or fourth night, this comic was like, "Yo, you're really funny, but we we can tell that you don't perform." I said, "Oh how how can you tell that?" And he's like, "Uh, he's like, cause you 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 sound like you're unsure of stuff. You're just kind of up there being natural." Which don't ever lose that, but that ain't going. That's not going to cut it. He's like, that's why you're so up and down. Like one night you're really funny, and the next night, um, it the crowd ain't rocking with you. Yeah, because you don't, you don't, you don't have anything. You know, it's like it's like a basketball player who 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 just kind of be throwing the ball at the basket. (laughs) So, you know, you don't got no form. You don't got no technique. You just get the ball and throw it towards the basket and hope to go in. And sometimes you do.
1: I think that's how they play basketball in Russia.
0: That's what I heard. (laughs) Yeah. Everybody know that.
1: And they chase the referees if they get the (laughs) (laughs) ball. But shit, man. So, so you figure this out in the middle of all these, like seven, six, seven performances a day. A night, no, and no, so-
0: no, no. After it's like one, one night, one night, one night. So yeah. then they tell me like, he was like, "Yo, you gotta perform every night, and you gotta." They was like, "That's when they start telling me about though." You gotta work on building up your material. It's like you have a joke and it got to laugh, but there's more in that joke. You can't yeah. just these ain't knock knock jokes. Like right. once you tell that joke, there's more in it. It's like the, the reference was like a um it was like a wet rag. Mm. It's like a joke, like think of a joke like a wet rag, and you trying to wring everything out of that rag. Yeah. You know, you just what you did was the rag was wet, and you just went like that and some water came on. You was like, whoo, and went on to another rag. It's yeah. like, no, that's rag is still full. You gotta there's so much there's so much funny in that and you know, you only touching a small small piece of it so yeah. yeah um so with that it was like you gotta get on stage every night and i, I didn't know what he meant because I, I didn't even it's not like i was um um what, what word am I? i'm trying to use a word that, but my vocabulary and where it should be probably uh Sometimes my GED worked, and then other times it just turn off. I don't know. <laughs>
1: all good. Yeah, but you didn't have um, it all. You didn't have it all put together yet, as far well, as no,
0: well. No, not yet. That of course, but it's not like I was um, connected to my local comedy scene. Mm. So mm-hmm. when he's like, "Yo, you got to perform every night," it's, I didn't yeah, know yeah. where to go. Like it ain't like I was like, "Oh yeah, I can go do that." I was. I don't even know. I don't yeah. even know what that means. So. Uh, What happened was he was telling me, he's like, yo, there's places where you're at every night to get on stage. And I had no idea about that. So I knew about the three comedy clubs we had. Yeah. He was like, no, it's so then when I get back, then it's like people put me on to all of these spots. Mm -hmm. And when I got back, I was doing like a minimum 11 shows a week. 12 Damn. shows a week, it'd be like, and I'm driving all across town, three spots on Monday, get in, do, do, boom, 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 boom. Two spots on Tuesday, three yeah. spots on Wednesday. Like I'm running around just to get stage time. Damn, and, man. and then, but I started to get really good really quick because I was on stage so much. And, um,
1: but you were hungry too though, right? Cause that takes that. It takes, like, it takes you to be wanting, like, wanting to be a student of the game, like, continuously, like, trying to learn that shit, learn that craft. So, um, and honestly, I, I mean, me growing up in music, like, that's, that was my first uh love, right? And it still is, but I always loved comedy. I just didn't have the confidence, right? So, when you're telling me your stories right now, I'm, like, trying to imagine, like, all right, Me and like in my twenties, I'd never do that shit. Even though with my friends, they couldn't shut me up. But like, but like, put a stranger in front of me. If you put a, if you put a like a hundred strangers in front of me, I'm good. But put like three people I don't know, and I, I, I can't. Like it just. This is in my twenties, right? Yeah. I, I had to go through my shit. Now I'm, I'm 35, and I'm like, all right. I just can't forget. I gotta treat everybody like they're my friends. Like that's and. I mean that works for me, but obviously I, I still haven't even been tested yet to to to, to really learn. Treat
0: everybody yeah. like your friend until they ask to borrow money, and then you're like, "Yo, yo, <laughs> man, I don't know you like that. We ain't yeah. friends, homie."
1: <laughs> I feel you on that. So you were, uh, so dang. So when did you move up to Sac? Because I saw that you were, you were from San Francisco Bay Area, right? You were yeah, I was born in San, in San Francisco.
0: I grew up in Sac, though. I I, I probably left Frisco when I was six something like like small um and you know we just my mom uh moved us out to San Francisco just just for um she just felt like we would have a better life in Sacramento cuz at the time in San Francisco and my mom is the oldest of nine children wow so i had a lot of uncles and aunties and a lot of my uncles um was was in street stuff Mm-hmm. A lot of my, even my, my mom was, my mom wasn't in it, but she was around it too much. Yeah. It was just right there. And she was like, nah, I got to get up out of here. Yeah. Yeah. So well,
1: good on her, man, to recognize that. Yeah. That's great. And I know you don't smoke or drink. I, I saw that on your special too. That's <laughs>
0: water, baby
1: water all day. No, that that's, that's something we have in common as well, man. Um, and in your special, you talk about it, of course. Um, not to spoil anything. People who haven't watched it, go check it out. You're going to laugh for an hour straight.
0: It's on Amazon Prime, undeniable. It's on Apple TV, too. Um, That's right. And it's at Blockbuster Video. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> I think there's one left in Minnesota.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, it's in Oregon. Is it in Oregon? It's in Oregon, okay. it's in Oregon yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's a documentary on Netflix that I, I watched about it. Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That's right. See, yeah, I, I did my shit on Google. That's that's why. Google is the new uh info god.
0: That's all you need. Who needs a book when they got Google? <laughs> yeah, I can answer all the questions you got. <laughs> exactly. I just need some Wi-Fi.
1: <laughs> there you go. But man, so um you uh so cl- obviously like you you saw a lot of like what addiction and all that can do um growing up. So you chose to stay away from all that. Um I'm just interested cuz you know I'm I'm tr- I'm in the I'm in the performance field and I'm also I don't I don't mess with all that. My wife drinks wine here and there but I don't Yeah. I don't mess with so it.
0: So I I'm like I I don't want to do anything if we're not going to go all the way. You know what I mean? So I don't really do weed, but heroin, I'm with it. <laughs> You know what I mean? Give me the needle, baby. If we gonna get high, let's really get high. What y'all yeah, yeah. playing around for? Yeah, yeah. Hide me off. Come on, <laughs> I'm trying to lean with it, baby. No.
1: <laughs> extreme. No. I have that too. Extreme. That's why I don't do anything because I'm afraid of myself.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go all the way. Nah, yeah, I, yeah. but I, I ain't never drank or smoked, and I really, I never really, really had an interest. I, uh, maybe when I was younger. I never really had an interest in alcohol that I can remember. And like I said, I mean, who knows what I thought when I was 13 exactly, but I never, especially like at, at the age, like that 19, 20, 21, like I never was like, I want to try liquor. Like that never was exciting to me. Now, we was something else. I and I ain't never been into like trying weed either. Except I remember trying to smoke once when I was young. I actually tried to hit the. It was a joint, so they yeah. rolled up and this was. I remember it so clearly because it was the same day, um, of Tyson Holyfield, too. Oh wow, that's that's when Tyson bit his ear was too. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So my my uncle had ordered the fight everybody at the house my uncles always been like that he orders fights and stuff everybody at the house and kick it at his spot his spot always kind of been like that so we kind of dip off to the corner it's me um like some uh another one, one of my uncles was with us um one of my cousins was with me. and then it was like um just some some other kids my age some young people my age and um they they um they 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 had, they had, uh lit lit the joint and they passing it around. So we get to me, and then you know someone oh he don't smoke and I was like yes I do give it here oh yeah and I took the joint and I put the lit part in my mouth. So I put the wrong end in my mouth and I was like. <laughs> I, like, I think yeah. I like almost burnt my tongue. I was like, yo, yo, what though, the other side? I was like, no, nah, I'm all right. <laughs> <sighs> that was wild. So then we go back and I'm already paranoid. And and then we go back and, and watch the fight. And that's when Tyson had bit his ear. And I was like, yo, I'm high as shit. <laughs> I think Mike Tyson just bit his ear. <laughs> that's because I'm high. That ain't really happened. That's hilarious, dude. That's the only time. And all of these things really happened. It happened like that. I didn't know what you were supposed to feel when you was high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't know what was what. And then I see that and I'm like, oh, I must be high because (laughs) this ain't real life.
1: Yeah.
0: Because I'm watching a boxing match and somebody just bit somebody's face off.
1: That was the last time, I bet.
0: Yeah, that was the only time.
1: That was the only time. It was also the only time an ear was bit in the ring. So, you know. See what I'm
0: saying? Coincidence? I think not.
1: Exactly, man. That's funny because I shared uh, my story. I'm going to turn my hat around for this because you've probably seen this. Maybe you haven't, but. uh... Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So not that it means anything it was just cheap online but um
0: there, there, there it is <laughs> free is the way for me
1: free 99 no i was three years old man when i tried my first cigarette i'm not even lying i was three years old um, uh five out of my four uncles smoke, so it was like it was all around me and then i uh <laughs> I'm sitting home in my parents' house. This is in Iran. And then my uncle rolls through. Uh, he's got a cigarette lit. And over there, like, it's not even a thing to smoke indoors. Like, it's expected. So, like, it was just like, all right, you're really going to smoke inside? Okay. And then he just, he's got it lit. He's taking puffs. They're having a conversation. And I'm sitting, like, on my ass. And he's like, you know, like, I could just about reach his hand. So, it's it's in that hand. And I go and I take it. <laughs> And I'm just mimicking my uncle. Now, my dad does not smoke or drink, right? So um, that might have been what led me to stay away from it. But he, uh, so I take it, my dad freaks out. He's like, no, 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 don't, what are you doing? And then three seconds later, they, my uncle and my dad, his brother, they make eye contact. They're like, actually, let's have him try it. So they just let me go with it. And I'm like, like, you know, I'm not, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I put it in my mouth. I put it in the right way, but I don't know how to get the air in and shit. I'm like, and then my uncle literally like uh, kneels down and he goes, you got to breathe it in through your nose. He le- literally teaches me. Now, at the time, I'm like, that's fucked up. Uncle, you want to teach me how to smoke? Yeah. And then <laughs> I do it and I'm coughing for like six hours. Right. And, and I hated it. It was the worst experience. Never touched a cigarette after that. Not till I got older I realized that's why he had me try it. And right. that's why me, that's why
0: I'm, yeah. I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna I gotta do this. Yo, yeah, CPS. Yeah, yeah child Protective <laughs> services. Yeah, no, he said he was three. And you know, no, they said that yeah, the father and uncle, they they helped him smoke. <laughs> I don't hold on. What what kind of cigarette was it?
1: Must have been the camel or something.
0: Yeah, yeah. it was the camel. Yeah.
1: We weren't on camels though.
0: Y'all coming to get them now? All right, all right.
1: They they ain't gonna find them, man. God rest his soul. Also, they won't let them in Iran.
0: So (laughs) CPS
1: ain't allowed. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. So (laughs) yeah. No, I'm just playing. Uh, but shit, man, it was uh, that's cool. That's cool. i I, you don't see that. I mean, you may know more than I do, but I. I don't see that many artists. Uh I mean, there's, there's literally like straight edge music group that's out there, right? There's like a yeah. band that's, that's starting the eighties and that's kind of how it all started. But um I didn't even know about this until like, you know, people learn. I didn't, I didn't smoke or drink and they're like, Oh, you straight edge. I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, I know that's a ruler, but you know, I didn't even know, like, I didn't know, I didn't know that's anything special. So, but anyway, is it's cool knowing that, like, you can still, you know, be fire and, and you don't got to, like, get into that shit. So you, Said
0: you could be fire and not fire up. <laughs> there you go. Thank you, people.
1: <laughs> that's all. That's all we got. <laughs> well, damn, man, that's awesome. Uh, I guess I want to end it on this. I just want because uh, I know you're tired. You got a show tonight. Um, by the way, Denver people go get tickets if it's not sold out yet.
0: Yeah, Denver Improv tonight. Myself, BT Kingsley, Mike E. Winfield, Black to University. It's going to be a great time.
1: Yeah, and bring the man a heater. It's too damn cold over there. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> or some <laughs> soup. There you go. They probably got some good soup in Denver. <laughs> but shit, I was just going to finish with this man. Well, who was your inspirations growing up in comedy?
0: Um. Hmm. So that that. This is gonna be a long answer. Okay, I like it. Because I was always a fan of comedy, but I never thought I was going to be in it. So Mm. it's hard to say these people were inspirations. More I was just fan. I was just a fan of these people.
1: Yeah.
0: So, you know, now my mom, by the time I was eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. My mom, um, you know, had had um, had a revelation of who Jesus was. So, you know, that's what it was with her. So there was no secular music in the house. So like I had to sneak and listen to Tupac. You know what I mean? I had to listen to Wu-Tang on my own and mm-hmm. E-40. Like I had to, I couldn't just play that in the house. She was, she was she would break CDs and tapes if she heard that. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. comedy was the same way. So when I was with my mom, um, I was only watching um clean comedians. This is Bill Cosby, this is Sinbad. Hmm. Um that's kind of it. It's like really it was Bill Cosby or Sinbad. Yeah. Or or if it was like a movie or something, it just couldn't be like a bunch of cussing in it. So we see, we could watch movies. But, like, stand-up, see, you got to remember now, we're talking about the 90s, we're talking about Deaf Comedy Jam. Mm-hmm. And for most Black people, that was their introduction to stand-up comedy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, of course, Eddie Murphy, of course, Richard Pryor. Mm-hmm. But Deaf Comedy Jam was something that was on TV once a week. And and that that wasn't, you know, Richard Pryor wasn't on TV once a week. The Most people who love, love, love Richard and love red fox and the people listen to him on 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 records yeah more than just actually watching him so um so bill cosby for sure sinbad for sure um but then like i said this is before i ever wanted to do it now at this same time period i used to i never i didn't live with my uncle but i stayed with my uncle a lot i spent a lot of time with my uncle and when I was at my uncle's house, it was Deaf Comedy Jam all day. Dang. So that's when I got really hip to like Martin. But like oh. we could watch the Martin show at home. But yeah. just like i never seen you so crazy at my house. Like my mom wasn't going to be sitting there watching Martin do stand-up. But right, The right. show she was fine with. So um, it was all of those Deaf Comedy Jam got. Or not the guys who who made uh, whose first introduction to most people was at comedy jam. So like Martin, of course, Bernie Mac, and Chris Tucker, and Steve Harvey, and Cedric the Entertainer, and man, uh, it's the love. AJ Jamal and Eddie Griffin, and yeah, Hamburger. It's the love, Hamburger. <laughs> You remember hamburger? I do, I do. Because he wouldn't give you like hamburger. That girl got to be like, <laughs> uh, that's um, cool, I, man. Yeah, and, and and this is so many more people. Uh, Adele Gibbons, mm. um, man, just just all that that early '90s Def Jam, like, just like used to love all of those. All Bill Bellamy,
1: yeah.
0: Bill Bellamy was was big to me. Well, just big in general, but just big as far as people. I was a fan of, or still am. But I I hope you know what I mean. Yeah, of course. And then, um, so then after that, we 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 go and we go and then we get we get to um um. Like now, me um, saying okay, I, I am considering comedy differently. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was it was three. Well, not I, so. I, before I say that, I have to talk about when I seen the Kings of Comedy. Mm-hmm. When I first seen the Kings of Comedy in the movie theater, I was amazed. Yeah. Like, I, I remember I was watching that, like, yo, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen before. I, like, I remember I went with my boy, Julian, his dad, Lee, and we went to go watch Kings of Comedy in a movie theater. And at that time, I was probably, I was in high school, early high school, maybe freshman, sophomores. So my mom had kind of lightened up on some of the stuff. It's, it's She's not really finna watch it, but you can kind of, you know, yeah watch what, you know what I mean? And um how old were you by that time? That maybe 14, 15. Yeah. Something like that. Uh-huh. Um so, so yeah. Cause you remember when Dev Conner came out, I'm seven, eight, nine, like when Deb Conner was like popping. Yeah. Ten, yeah, yeah
1: you know
0: yeah. what I mean? So yeah. that became a major inspiration. I didn't know it though. Cause I, like I said, I, I don't know. This is what I'm going to do. I get it. No, I get it. hundred percent. So, so then I remember, <clears throat> I remember two things happened. I was, I was, um, I was working. I had a job at, uh, at this warehouse and it was like an overnight thing. And I don't remember who, but somebody had put me on to Mitch Hedberg.
1: Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Somebody, and I was like, I was watching my and I said, yo, I cannot, but like that, like because see at that time, I had never I had never listened to a white comedian. That wow. I I I watched like more, like I love Phil Hartman.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I love like um (laughs) like the Seinfeld show yeah you know what I mean yeah but I had never heard a white comic do stand-up and if I did they were doing it for black people so it wasn't like a white person's perspective it was like a white person trying to be hip to the blacks (laughs) yeah so that was like the first white comic I had heard I and mean, he's, later, but
1: he's like not even, I don't even think, he's like, he stands alone, man, in my opinion. He does. He yeah. does. But, I'm
0: just, <laughs> but just for me at that time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and not just, it wasn't just a white thing. It was, like you said, he stands alone as like his delivery, like mm-hmm. the way every joke stood alone. Yeah. Like this joke had nothing to do with the next joke. Yeah. And it was just these wild observations. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, so Mitch Hedberg is somebody, once I said I am going to, I have a different interest in this, Mitch Hedberg um, was somebody who really inspired me to do it. Steve Harvey was somebody who really inspired me. Um, Steve Harvey has a 30-minute special called Death Deep. It's one of my favorite specials ever.
1: I gotta watch it. See, uh, yeah,
0: I, I yeah. found it on YouTube. I was working at an office, and I ju- I used to just at this point I'm I already know what I'm gonna do. I just don't know how to do it. Right. And I used to be just at work on YouTube just watching stand up. Mm. So I would just see all of these, all of these stand ups, you know what I mean? And that's Steve Harvey, that's deep stuck stu- uh 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 that that stuck with me. And then um Um, um, Bernie Max, Mm -hmm. um, Death Comedy Jam Special. Yeah, you just don't understand. (laughs) I ain't scared of you, motherfucker. Like I watch, (laughs) I probably watched that set. I don't even know how many times, but it's yeah. I've I've watched that set as many times as Jada Pinkett has disrespected Will Smith publicly. (laughs) I've watched that set a lot of times oh that's a lot yeah (laughs) Yeah. and then it's like that it's it's just it's different stages of inspiration for me then once i like then once i'm in comedy Uh and i see what it is Mm -hmm. and then my biggest inspiration is tony roberts right it's like and then, like, like Tony's, like, a, a close friend of mine now, too. But before I ever knew him, I remember seeing him, like, yo, how can it... It's not even possible to be that funny. Yeah. How can anybody do that? Right. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And it was, like, Dave Chappelle. Oh, the king. you know what I mean? Yeah. And then it's... And then, it's, uh, and then I'm going back, and I'm watching Richard Pryor, like, oh... You picking up shit, understand.
1: yeah, you're picking up stuff that's like on a whole other level, yeah, I, didn't I
0: understand it. I didn't understand the Richard Pryor thing because I was like that's before my time mm-hmm. until I started doing comedy yeah. and and then I said, oh I it was clear to me that everything I thought was funny now was just a rendition of what Richard Pryor had done back then, wow, like literally like you'll watch stand up, you'll go watch Richard Pryor, and you'll get." 50 of your favorite jokes that you've heard from other comics. They just kind of took a piece, remixed it, pinched a little bit. Like I was watching that, like, oh, that's that's, that's oh, nobody. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's,
0: it's like it's almost like listening to Prince. It's like, oh, yup. <laughs> yeah. you just remixed all this stuff. Yeah. yeah. Right. And then um, um Patrice O'Neill is a big inspiration. Um man. Uh,
1: Shit, man. I mean, these are like Hall of Fame names you're you're mentioning. And, Bill Burr. Oh, wow. Yeah. Bill Burr.
0: Bill Burr. George Carlin. Mm. Louis C.K. Yeah. Chris Rock. Chris right. Rock bring the pain is still one of my favorite specials. I hold it in high regard. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, it's it's, you know, yeah. and then and I, I haven't even got to my my. Not not that these guys aren't my peers, but they're you know classes ahead of me. I've not even got to my peers as far as people who we are around the same age, started around the same time. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, what I mean, because I haven't mentioned Cat Williams or Kevin Hart, right? And Mike Epps. Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that's and then now we then my my peers and that's yes. a whole nother list
1: yeah yeah it's so i mean you're obviously those, those are all teachers of the game and, and you're i completely understand the that switch where where you went from just a fan uh to have to creating your own fans and and you know not on only fans though Unless you are, but
0: I'm only fans. I only post pictures of my feet. Um, a market for that? I'm sure there is. So I don't care what people do to them sexually. All I do is post my feet. So after after I posted the toes, I'm out of it, guys. Or gals, whoever likes feet, whatever. Yeah, yeah, there you go.
1: Check him out there too. He does it all. (laughs) <clears throat> man, well, inspirational man. I uh last thing I'll ask you is uh any word of advice for someone who's starting out his journey in this field, man.
0: Um the only advice I can give anybody is just to start. I can't even give you advice until you start. Gotcha. You got to go do it. Yeah. So that's really the only advice. Hey, go do it. Yeah, because you're gonna have to make your own mistakes and figure your own stuff out, and then when you come back for advice, the advice will be specific.
1: Right, 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 right.
0: All you can do is give someone generic advice if they if they're not in it. So,
1: no, that's true, hundred percent. Go start. All right. Well, you heard that, all aspiring comics, go start. Uh, Lance, thank you, man. Go get some rest. Take your take your power nap. Oh yeah, man. Showtime showtime in three hours baby oh hell yeah man oh yeah you guys are an hour ahead right so that's
0: right yeah 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 because the, the it's an hour ahead because the wind pushed the clocks forward you're right
1: you're right see i grew up in maryland and, and the snow like pushed the clock even more forward like it, it like leaves it three hours ahead always
0: oh yeah yeah
1: yeah crazy crazy i know check out lance woods undeniable amazon prime Apple TV, follow him on Instagram, Sir Lance Woods. Uh, I'm Pej the Maniac. This is Fumble Podcast, episode 37. Catch you guys next time.